Hi everyone, um, it's Rufaro back again with Technically, and I am joined by the two usual suspects, Ed. Yeah, I'm here to his right, most likely. <laughs> and Valentine, the guy who hates Christmas. Hi everybody, Merry Not Christmas. Why Happy do you not hate New Christmas, Year. dude? Uh, it, I, people are just too cheerful. Like, can we just be ourselves? Like, people just dial up the, 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 the annoying, cheery versions of themselves. And I'm like, I liked you the way you were in November. What happened? <laughs> Let's go back to November. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so happy holidays to everyone. Um, today is what Christmas. This is going out today, I hope. Um, it's going out on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas. Okay. Okay. So Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Um, I guess today, today we're going to be talking about something that actually relates to Christmas a lot because one of the things that happen during Christmas season is people buy, people spend a lot. So I went to the shops earlier in the morning and I was just like, okay, I hope I beat the, the rush hour of people doing their last minute shopping. And fortunately, yeah, um, I managed to do that. But one of the problems that's always been there when you're trying to transact is, for example, you have money in a bank account or your, fr- your friend or your relatives has money in a bank account, but you don't have a bank. You use, for example, EcoCash. They couldn't just directly send you money to your EcoCash so that you can, you know, go buy some cheese for you to make macaroni and cheese. Um, they would have to first do a bank to wallet um, and then they then do EcoCash to your EcoCash. And um, fortunately, this has changed recently. So now you can actually just send money directly from a bank to um, another mobile money service, uh, particularly EcoCash, because it's the one that was not able to receive um, zipid payments from, from banks. So yeah, guys, um, what changed to what? I guess our resident payment expert, Valentine. Resident payment yes. expert, man. I've added all the pressure. <laughs> That's too much pressure on my shoulders. Um, well, I'm sure everyone's aware um, that I'm uh, One Money and Telecash. I'm pretty sure we're already on the Zipit system, or the ZimSwitch system, if I'm not mistaken. Um, How come so, though? Like EcoCash wasn't there? Because EcoCash is doing its own thing. They didn't want to mm. be part of the whole, you know, everybody else. They were the cool kid hanging out on the on the on the outskirts by themselves, you know, looking depressingly and moodily at the horizon. And um, then the government and the RBZ are like, hey, you know, these guys have been up to some shady stuff, allegedly. <laughs> so let's bring these guys into the fold by force. So then we got the whole, you know, directives, uh, making Zim switch the national switch, uh, which then brought EcoCash into the fold. Um, so it, like we've written about it like ad nauseum. Like at this point, if you, if you type uh, Zim switch on, on, on TechZim, you'll get a number of articles about it. Um, so if, if, if I do miss out stuff, you probably get it there. Um, so yeah, the you guys were brought into the fold. Then there was a, the first deadline, I think it was 15th of August. Uh, then that day just went quietly. Um, then later on, we then found out that, oh no, they actually had extended the date because again, the extent of what they were trying to do was so complicated and the time frame they were given, I think it was three weeks, was so short. So they really had to, you know, give them more time. So this is something that was said, that wasn't um, made public. I actually had to go and find out about that. Um, so this was the, the that was the 15th okay so this was the deadline for all the mobile money services to to be integrated um on yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's why I paused for a second because I was like, I need to say this correctly. Otherwise, I'm saying something incorrect. I had that feeling. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, then the third rolled around September. Um, then that kind of happened. Um, I remember that morning we tried to test it out and we're like, oh, you know, let's, 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 let's give it a try. And then I tried it and it wasn't working, I think, that morning. And then later on, like with one money, it was working fine, uh, I think, on the, at the time. So we were, we were in the era of interoperability where, you know, you could just send money about. Um, so, like, it makes life better, I guess, for everybody because the mm-hmm. idea in, in S is good because you can now then just send, if you have a friend who has a one money, for example, uh, for whatever reason, because in Zimbabwe, I'm pretty sure. Ed has one money. Ed pretty much yeah, but... swears around um, net one being superior than Ethernet, I think. I'm, I hope I'm not misquoting you, Ed. <laughs> well, well, yeah, like, um, and I've never really had any issues with one money. Wherever I've wanted to use it, it's worked well. And also the perks of that 20% discount when, like, buying airtime, that was cool. So, yeah, I mean, I dig it. I haven't used it in a while, though. In fact, I haven't used any uh, swipe cards in a while. So, yeah, Wait, lockdown. You, you use one money solely or you've got any cash? Because if you're a one money warrior, I have much respect for you. Well, I use EcoCash a lot less than I, than I was using one money. Um, so, yeah, EcoCash, it's mostly like a lot of people have it. So um, let's say someone wants to send me money, they are most likely going to default to EcoCash before they default to One Money because they may not have One Money. And most people don't know that One Money is on ZipIt. So even if their money is in their bank, they'll tell you they're going to do a bank to wallet and then they EcoCash me the funds when they could have just zip it. Uh, sent the funds via the page to my own money yeah. so yeah oh i eventually am forced to use eco cash because that's where the funds will be but i rarely put money in eco cash in fact i don't remember the last time i put money in eco cash but so um so you can be my one money buddy because like i don't have anyone to send money to on one money not that i'm going to send you money for nothing like these are going to be deals <laughs> and yeah, like, i was I mean, excited free money uh but yeah i i really have never like the only time i use my one money is for eta um sometimes when i want that discount like you know if, if i'm buying like a massive amount most occasions i use the texan app I was about to say, guys, we need to have a chat after this podcast. <laughs> like, you both keep mentioning one money for airtime. And I'm like, dudes, just send the word airtime to 0717-684-274 and you buy all your airtime on WhatsApp. You don't need one money or anything else, okay? No offense for money, okay? If you're listening, uh, we love you. Um, I'm just trying to also, you know, survive, put food on the table. So, yeah, buy airtime no, for your take zoom. Yeah, well, I, I, the, the text option is easier because there will be money in my eco cash. Well, there is money in the eco cash specifically for airtime. So, if and I use my net one number. So, you know, um, I, I like using Texim because it, it just, it's just it's a seamless process. I don't have to do a lot of things. So, yeah. But sometimes. So, when before, the listen, before the listeners come with their pitchforks saying, guys, we came here to listen 
to the payment stuff. Now you're busy advertising your, <laughs> your product. Your thing. Um, but yeah, so coming back to, to the conversation. So um, you were talking about interoperability. And one of the things that we've seen is that um, for a consumer, it, it now means you can receive payments from anyone else easily um, if you're on EcoCash or One Money or vice versa. Other than that, what really has changed or the benefit that comes to this reality um, coming into existence? Well, it's, it's again, it's financial freedom. Uh, well, okay, I'll say it's financial freedom because now we can now do exactly what you said. Before you mm-hmm. couldn't interact with an eCash in a bank account unless it was your bank to eCash. Um, again, the bank to wallet and then, you know, eCash to eCash. But now if you choose to, you can actually send someone straight from your bank. It just cuts the number of steps you need to do in the middle to be able to do that. And charges as well, because bank to wallet, I'm, I'm not sure if it's free, but they do charge you for it because it's a service, it's a financial service, so they will charge you for it. And then, then sending via eCash to another eCash wallet is, again, more charges. So for people, it, it changes a lot because, you know, for example, if someone wants money and you'd be like, oh, right, you have an eCash, I'll just zip it from my bank since we can do that now. It makes life a lot easier for people. Um, and also for other mobile money wallets, because uh, one money again, you know, if you want to migrate <laughs> to one money permanent, you can now just do that. Although the charges will kill you, but I mean, you can you can, you can just do that. Um, also, I think it gives them a fair shot as well, um, you know, because someone who's in the boot had never tried what money before or telecash can just zip it money to that to, to that um, wallet and then you know transact and see what happens. Okay, so so now I'm wondering. Um, you mentioned that it gives them a fair shot, and uh, and then I was like, okay, so obviously, if I'm one money or EcoCash or Telecash, I wouldn't necessarily want money coming out of my ecosystem, right? I would want people to be bringing money into the ecosystem. So the question then comes up: Are the charges for sending to another mobile money um, not high to such an extent where I would then be discouraged from doing that? Uh, one money to eco cash or eco cash to one money. Um, I will end up just going like, you know what? The charges I'll incur just to move the money, even though I can, to the different service so that I migrate to that one. Um, I just too high for me to do that. So let me just keep using um, whatever service I was using already, whether it's eco cash or one money or telecash. Um, strangely enough, I did an article about this a couple of months mm-hmm. ago um, where like. Uh, I think Friday and I were like, it was a Saturday. And we think, dude, have you ever, did you try the transaction? I, th- I think we had that conversation. What did we have it after? And I tried the, I think I sent 50 bucks to, was it 150 bucks? I'm not sure. Um, from one money to eco cash, to my eco cash wallet. And the charge was, was it 5%? I think was well, the charge was pretty low. And then um, doing it the other way was a lot more expensive. Um, so yeah, for, for EcoCash, their whole thing was, let's just keep people in our ecosystem. So whatever their charge structure or fee system is like, it's pretty much meant to keep people within, because Twitter went crazy when people started you know, doing the transaction and seeing the charges. They're like, ah, you know what, these are ridiculous. And I guess that's the point. Like EcoCash got, EcoCash thought, oh, let, you know what, what you're saying. Let's fence people in. Let's, let's make it as unattractive as possible to send money out. And... Mm-hmm. It, it kind of worked because nobody is now doing really nearly, you know, uh, <laughs> eco cash to other mobile money wallets. People are just like, I'll eco cash you or I'll zip it to you. Zip it it. Is that even a word? Can I even say that? Zip yeah. It. 
I'll slip it to you. I I think it is. Uh, it's just like you could cash. Yeah, let me could cash it to you. Uh, let me one money it to you. Let me telecash it to you. It's like you're trying to mention telecash because you know it's like an unloved child sometimes. You're like, okay, who even uh, uses telecash in Zimbabwe? Um, well, so so yeah. Oh, so I think you'd be surprised. Uh, so is is it just the case of moving from? from EcoCash to one money or telecash, or it's like, even if you're trying to move from EcoCash to a bank, the charges are still high. Or the ones from EcoCash to a bank, they are lower to a point where you don't feel discouraged to do that because banks and EcoCash are kind of, I don't know if I'd say they're competing, but I, they don't feel like they're competing as directly as one money and, and EcoCash. Um, well, to, to banks, it's it's expensive to do it on EcoCash. Like doing any transaction outside of EcoCash, even within it, <laughs> is pretty expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why I don't understand why people aren't using One Money, for example, because it's far cheaper. Um, so that's a whole rabbit hole we could get into, you know. Yeah, I know, but so I'm going to steer clear of that. And thank you for like you are you're the person who's keeping me on track. Ed and Shami, <laughs> just let me go. And then they try to look for me in the woods. Hey, now you're yes. going into the woods. Yes. <laughs> you, you see? You see now? <laughs> uh, okay, so as I was saying, um, basically, you guys are fencing people in. So why, why people haven't moved to One Money? And actually, there's actually uh, someone on Facebook who said it. Like, you guys know that One Money is cheaper, right? But you guys are just used to cash. You just don't want to leave. So it's that familiarity of the service we've all used or we all use that, you know, so everybody's just sort of attached to it. It feels familiar. And the market is weird. Like, even if you introduce something that is more useful and probably cheaper, sometimes people just still work with what's more expensive because they, I don't know, trust it or I don't know. Rufaro, uh, you're the product design specialist here. Like, how does that work mm-hmm. that people get an option that is probably cheaper, but they just don't use it simply because they're, you know, stuck in their ways? It depends. There are a lot of things that that affected into that. Um, maybe let us know um, to everyone who's listening. Do you want us to dive in? You know, we have so many things we leave. So maybe if you let us know, guys, you just left me hanging there. Can you go into that deeper? We then take a look at that. Um, so speaking about this switch thing, so it's working like in terms of the technicalities of it, it's just that there are certain barriers that are there that are stopping people from taking advantage of this new integration that's now there, essentially. Really much. Uh, Although that uh, being said, it's strange uh, that I, maybe it's where I shop, but I haven't seen like a, I've asked a, a teleoperator before, do you have a one money merchant code? And the answer so you, most times is no. But you don't need to, like you just... If you have the card, you just go and swipe. If you don't have the card, they can enter your number, I think, into the thing, and then it like pops up the whole thing, and you pay. Yeah, like, awesome. That answer. So yeah, but I'm like, like, why do you need the merch, the one money <clears throat> card? Eh, this is it. not good. No, <laughs> listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, like you know when you go into a shop and you see the cash merchant code, right? For me, that's like strangely reassuring. So I need to see that thing ah. somewhere. <laughs> no, but like, like I okay. understand. I, I, I understand, Valentine, because it actually happened to me this other time. Um, so money was in my one money card. And then I went into pick and pay. I'm like, ah, let me just buy a couple of stuff. 
Um, but then I I don't know, I think I had left like my bag at like the parcel counter thing with my with my wallet in there. So I then got to the till and I'm like, oh, by the way, I do not have the card. So I was like, nah, I don't have the card. Let me go get it. And she didn't know which card I was talking about. So she was like, ah, okay, fine. So I went in, got the card. And then she saw one money. She's like, you do know you didn't have to do that, right? I'm like, why? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you have your phone with you, right? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, put in your number. And then I put in my number. And then it does the whole thing that like EcoCash was also doing. So I was like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> I'm the one who's supposed to know this stuff. What's going I'm on? I'm losing my age. <laughs> I'm not the only one. See, it's that, it's that reassuring thing of seeing that sticker. And I think it's, it's how I've been conditioned maybe it as well. Because like you usually see it and you expect that's how, that's how things operate. But yeah, I, I did do one money. Uh, I did buy stuff on one money using that way. But like, even though it, it feels like you should have it there. Like it's tradition. It's mobile money tradition. Eco cash made the tradition. <laughs> yep. I think in telecash, telecash does that as well. Yeah, well, I've never seen anything to do with telecash in a while. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not as prevalent, but yeah, where they are, they will make sure. I, I hope so. Before you were, I'm sure you excited oh. us for DBA. Yes, yes, I was letting you <laughs> finish that. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, so I, I, uh, that's pretty much, um, I guess, it in terms of um, this new development um, that ZenSwitch brought. Um, they also did something else, um, which is interesting. Um, they introduced this this thing that they're calling Zipit Smart. Um, what are we talking about here, Valentine? What's what's Zipit Smart? Oh, ZipSmart is their mobile money um, kind of platform. Um, I think that's the best way to explain it. It's just it it it's basically basically looks like mobile money, but uses the the money in your bank account. So, for example, with the EcoCash with EcoCash and mobile money, you know, limit. I I always forget to say you know the other mobile money operators because they're affected as well. So with the limit that's thirty five thousand a week limit, you don't really have the leeway you need to you know. Um, make a massive purchase if you needed to. So in, in the event of an emergency, if you had to make a massive purchase or purchases, um, you'd quickly get to the point where you'd go above that that, that limit, depending on what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So ZipSmart is kind of like the, the bank's way of saying, oh, by the way, guys, you know, you can just use your money in your bank account, but through a mobile money-like um, experience. So ZipSmart is, is cool because, okay, at first I, sh- I should, you know, say, at first I was a bit skeptical uh, of it, but then I kind of warmed up to it as well because the POS function of it made it was the part that drew me to it. So the point of sale machines, like the swipe machines we use in shops, those things are expensive, like really, really expensive. Um, so not everybody can can afford one. Even the mobile POS machines are pretty expensive as well. Um, so what ZipSmart pretty much does is turns your mobile phone, be it a smartphone or just a regular cellular phone, into, into a POS machine. So like EcoCash, the Zipit Smart um, merchants have a merchant code which is stuck on the wall, and I've seen one in a restaurant at Karigamombe Center. They actually have one, FBC branded, but it's, it's you know it's it's a, it's a merchant code. So it's it it works in the, in the same way, in a similar way to um, to EcoCash that you 
you know, you type, you a merchant code and then the amount, and then you, you make your payment and it just goes from your bank account into, um, into the, the recipient's bank account. But in the case of a POS machine, if someone is, it, if someone is in a rural area or an informal trader who can't afford, as many people can't, POS machines, you just turn your phone and your bank account into, into a POS machine. So it's, for that, it's, it's amazing. And it should catch on, especially in the, in the informal sector, because you no longer need a POS machine to operate. You can just, you, you can just get people, get uh, registered with, with Zipit Smart, and then you're good to go. Um, but you need a bank account. Code. Yeah. You need a bank account, yeah. And, and again, you know, that, opening a bank isn't, it's, it's not as frictionless as EcoCash, because usually when you have an Ethernet line, you're pretty much on EcoCash. Well, again, there's a spanner in the works. So um, since today is Christmas, quote unquote, uh, on the 23rd, um, we were having a conversation with Editorial, a meeting that Ed was not a part of for whatever reason. And uh, we then decided that uh, FBC was pretty much bank of the year for one thing, mm-hmm. that innovation of that you can open a bank account using the USSD or the um, or the FBC bank app. So. Oh, yeah. The cool thing about FBC is they're an early uh, Zipit Smart adopter. So you can technically open an account using the USSD, um, a full, you know, KYC, you know, your customer account. You can start transacting before you get your bank account, before you get your bank card, sorry. Okay, so essentially saying um, whatever buyers were there to opening a bank account, um, they have been reduced because of advancements that have been happening with certain banks, for example, FBC. FPC is technically the only bank right now that I'm aware of that has that facility um, where you can open up an account via USSD. Some some banks allow you to open via uh, web. App um, or an app as well. Uh, which one opens app? Because someone was saying... Bank ABC. Um, bank ABC. Okay, yeah. Bank ABC. Um, someone said NMB can do that, but I tried the NMB Connect app and it didn't have an option to open an account. I just said I'm not an NMB uh, account holder and then said go to your nearest NMB branch to open an account. So that's the other one. Oh, and Bank ABC is, is, is one of the people in the mix with Zipit Smart as well. So when they then announced that, like what FBC did, that you can now use Zipit Smart, that whole process makes it a whole lot easier. Um, so yeah, with with, with uh, FBC, this is the one I'm familiar with. Um, yeah, you you can pretty much now do it. Sorry, you're about to say. Yeah, go. Cool. Okay, I was saying with, with FBC, you can pretty much open your account on the same day get your account number, begin to transact. So if you're an informal trader, you can just start 220 hash. I did it, got an account number. They told me to come pick up my card whenever. I actually took two months to pick up the card after they called me like three times. Um, <laughs> then I went to the card. A yeah, difficult customizing. Very difficult. So like you can just move money to the account without a, without a card. You've got an account number and then you can just, you know, use um, um, Zipit Smart. So you know, that barrier is gone and... The, the relevance of Zipit Smart, the was importance kind of grows because of more banks, more banks that are uh, going to become uh, part of the whole Zipit Smart system, join on and then make that process easier. Yeah, it's kind of looking dicey for cash, kind of. Hmm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's a good thing. Competition is good. So you'd rather... I think, de- it's, I think it's an interesting thing, eh? Uh, especially considering, so so the part that I that I wasn't too familiar with on Zipit Smart, which you just mentioned, was the fact that if you are registered on it, 
you can pretty much um, use your phone and not just your phone, but any phone as a, as a POS. And how many people actually know about that? And if people get to know about it, how big of an advantage it is for the early adopters of Zipit Smart. So the banks like your FBC and your, and your bank ABC, the guys that are taking the charge towards Zipit Smart, because that just means more SMEs on that platform. Yep. That's, um, if, if the wave happens as it should, and people see, like what you're saying, the benefits of having it, uh, people will then just pretty much migrate. Because again, it's, it, this, this is a whole platform that cuts, cut, cuts a lot of costs, um, especially for informal traders and SMEs. So when someone was opening a shop and they were budgeted for a POS machine, um, they can just remove that and be like, okay, we can get one as a backup later. But as for now, we can use this depending on what, what kind of bank account the person has. They can, they'll have to buy one I mean, because if, if you can afford one um, to, to be able to serve more customers. But in the event that more banks jump onto uh, Smart, it's pretty unnecessary to have it. Um, so it, it then allows people, then businesses to then spend on other things. So that money for a PS machine, you can then invest it into something else. Um, which I think is pretty cool. It, 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 I don't know what it's going to do to POS machine buyers and sellers in, in bubble, but I, for, for the sake of getting everybody this the kind of uh, putting everyone on a level playing field, I think it's pretty cool. And what about, so, so let's say I want to register for that facility, for that uh, pause facility. Are there any additional requirements that... Um, um, that are more than the requirements for me to just put my, to just activate Zipit Smart on like my standard account? Uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, you can go on to the Zipit, on the Zim switch or just type Zipit Smart on Google and then go on the website and then look through the requirements uh, to become a merchant. So you register to become a merchant. And I think registration from a merchant then allows you to receive payments using your uh, bank account and will give you a merchant code, which you can then transact with. I haven't gone deep into the steps because it's something I haven't, hadn't been looking to particularly closely, but I don't think it should be friction-filled um, and as expensive as acquiring a POS machine. Mm. I think that's pretty cool. And I'm, I'm sorry, why am I doing the talking today? Like, we all know this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not an expert. on the podcast, yes. Thank you very much, Ed. It's because <laughs> okay. you are the expert. Uh, okay, so since I'm the expert, I'm going to ask both of you a question. Um, two years from now. Oh, the chicken's back. Uh, two not years mine. From now. It's not mine. It's not <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah, it's from this side. Uh, okay. So um, two years from now, let's just say Zip It Smart does well next year, or let's say the first half of next year. People then figure out, oh, no, you can use this system. Banks jump on board. We get more banks that can, you know, um, that, that uh, announce or facilitate the smart transactions, bill payments and merchants and stuff like that. Um, if it happens in, in, in a massive wave, what do you think EcoCash will have to do to stay relevant? And, I'm, you know, EcoCash is other big, you know, because the informal sector uses EcoCash predominantly um, if they can, when they can. Um, so what do you think EcoCash would have to do to work their way around that or to kind of innovate? 
Dude, that's a loaded mm. question. That's a question that's that they're good. asking in their boardrooms and you know? daily, you know, <laughs> status <laughs> updates. Strategy, where, are we, where are we with that strategy? What can we do? Because I'm sure they're thinking about, they've already started thinking about this or they were already thinking about it. Like, who's going to come and kill us? And what can we do to, to make sure that doesn't happen? Um, yeah. Hey, do you have an answer, Valentine? Uh, <laughs> You know, I have I have wild ideas and theories which never really pan out. So, <laughs> uh, it I don't know how Ikechu would be able to fight a platform like Super Smart. To be honest, this is why I asked it's you, hard to, it, because as you yeah. said, they've done everything that's needed to happen for them to compete with 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 Igogash. So, like in the case of. I, it's not that I don't like one money. Okay, in the case of one money, there are certain things that they haven't done which they need to do in order to replace EcoCash essentially. So, with your question now, you're saying SuperSmart has done everything right. What can EcoCash do to make sure they counter that? Yeah. Okay. That's let's let's look at the first example though. They started this whole rewards program where mm-hmm. you know transacting on EcoCash rewards gets you X amount of points for whatever transactions you do. So but then we've seen like that, that on. Uh-huh. We've seen that on what? On one money, hasn't one money done something like that where they try to lure people onto the platform by offering these um, these rewards or discounts or type of things? Oh yeah, because one money had um, one money had uh, zero transactions. When was it? I think it was in April. They're about. They were saying zero transaction fees whenever you use one money. And then there is the 20% discount if you're buying airtime using one money. And then they then did the loyalty. I don't know the loyalty something where they were giving people a gig of data, um, loyal net one customers. So those are, I think those are the three that I know right now. So in the case of One Money now, it's it's not working because yeah, the network is not strong enough. There are just not many places that can use One Money, whether informal or formal. With Eogash, it works because they already have that in place. Um, so if now we say Cipit Smart has the same infrastructure and and like distribution as Eogash does, I don't think those rewards will be now enough to pull back people. Um, yeah, I don't. So I don't do? think so. So what do they do? Because if, if 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 rewards don't work, and the reward system itself is kind of broken, because you can either redeem your points on a on the end of the month, and they give you a date, and then not everybody gets the actual rewards. To be honest, I haven't received mine from when the promotion started, so I I'm I'm it, it, the whole system is broken and felt rushed. So let's say they're given time to think about this. Is there an idea you can say okay? This is something that they could probably do, you know, like accounting for the fact that there's the whole transaction limit and RBZ and the government are looking literally over their window to see what they're doing. Um, is this something that you'd say could be a step in, in like a direction towards them kind of fighting on equal footing if the Zipit Smart Wave is big enough to scare them? So unfortunately, I don't know, um, but I just wanted to caution to say, hey, I'm not saying the rewards thing like totally like is useless, okay? Like we've seen it with supermarkets. Someone will literally just go shop at Pick and Pay for stickers, okay? 
So it's it can work, I I, I think. But uh, to then say that's what saves them, I I, I don't know. Uh, but I also don't have an answer to to your question, unfortunately. Of what could they do that's big enough to to save them? So um, so for my, I think for me it would be, and it's it's something that I just observed on the brief stint that I was in SA is partnerships with your merchants. So um, for example, in SA, if you buy your fuel from like uh, BP, you get some points that you can redeem at pick and pay. So probably if you're going to be using EcoCash uh, to transact, like probably buy your airtime through Texim or, or, or anything of that sort, you get some points that you can then redeem at other merchant stores. So I can then use those points um, to, re- to, to, to buy something, to buy fuel, to buy bread or, or something of that sort. Um, not sure how far that will move the needle, but um, yeah, I think it's something that could work. But so your idea is that they could, you, if you transact with EcoCash, right? Um, yeah. you get points or uh, like a value that you can then use in another establishment. So for example, yeah. if they partner with Spa and I get, uh, let's say 30 points and those 30 points equate to like five liters of fuel at Trek or Puma or something like that, right? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, because it'll... The, the the reward is now greater. Like the current rewards program, I don't think it's enough. Like I don't think it's enough of a hook for people to then say, because one, it's limited to a month. The points mm-hmm. don't overlap a month. So if they could extend that and then add other incentives, like what it's saying, if I can use the, if they can partner with other companies and then um, I can use those points elsewhere in the way that I want to in those other establishments, then I think it gives them mm-hmm. a fair shot. Because you then be incentivized, like, oh, right, uh, I might need if it's a if it's a fuel situation, um, I might need I will need fuel, so let me try that on my eager cash, get some points, and then I've got that in the bank that doesn't expire. That in the event that I do need fuel, I can just go and redeem uh, the points through getting that product, something else. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just something they thought of on the fly. I do I don't know if it will fly, but. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just 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 having a, a scenario where their platform just feels a lot more useful than it is is what's gonna drive, um, well, what's gonna keep them alive, really. I feel scared for you, Gugesh. Now you have terrified <laughs> me, Valentine. It'll be fine. Like they'll be all right. Um, they may get. I, I. I wouldn't. I can't speak on this authority. But it, my suspicions are, or my the way I speculate is, um, this rewards program that they have, they shouldn't get complacent with it. It should be a stepping stone to the next thing that they're going to do. So if they're going to do something else, and I'm hoping it's something to do with cryptocurrency, if they're not in there already, probably you know, a launch pad. Because if they think this is their bread and butter, uh, sadly no. Mm. Yeah, cryptocurrency is gonna be tough though because of the RBZ because they already mm-hmm. they already said, hey guys, no, 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 like <laughs> no, no financial institution is 
going to be um, encouraged to engage in those. So yeah, if the regulators do change their position, then maybe, just maybe things might get interesting in that space. Uh, I don't think they'll change the position because if they said that, no, uh, they're probably not going to change their mind unless there is something that forces them to do that. And uh, they the can be convinced, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it feels like you know something we don't. <laughs> that is a well, it's just it's just all about hunches, man. Like the hunch that you had that if EcoCash probably looks into cryptos, things might work out. That hunch, that's the same one I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it'll be cool if they did go into cryptos because um, if they could, if they could be convinced, if they could convince the authority, sorry, to let them do that, okay, be cool. Um, there's a question that was on my mind, and Ed made me forget it. I'm blaming Ed for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. One, two, three, four, five. I don't think that's make it better, Rafaro. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten. It's been 10 seconds. It's Quan Valentine. You are not going to remember <laughs> that question. It's not coming back. Subliminal suggestion. You're not going to remember the question. Yeah, it's pro- probably gone. But I-, I will text you when I when I get um when I get it back. It's it sounded interesting in my head. Probably not so much out loud, but we'll find out later. <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. We'll find um out. so uh okay. Yeah. Well, it makes Just sense. For um, Just for everybody who's listening, Rufaro hates payments. <laughs> this is torture for him. <laughs> uh, well, it makes sense what you guys were saying. Uh, haven't tried Sip It Smart. Uh, I won't say I'll try it, uh, but hey, who knows what the future holds? Maybe one day I will be using it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so far, you as a developer, if Ecogash came to you and said, um, you know, we're looking for you to brainstorm an idea on the fly with all the experience that you've had designing things, um, it might not even be a solid idea in itself. Yeah, today's going to be torture for you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, is, there, is there something that you would say, oh, you know, I think we can do that or maybe trying that? Um. Hey, Valentine, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> what did I do? I, oh, I'm sorry, okay? Whatever I did wrong to you, I'm sorry, okay? Uh, you did anything wrong. I'm just curious from a developer's perspective, like I'm guessing, and I, I may get this, this next sentence wrong and you can correct me if I can. That Econet, uh, Econet, uh, is, uh, oh. Econet gave out an API. Flip, yes, I was, that's what I was going to go to. To be like, hey, uh, Flip, okay. uh, make it easy for, for the, for the, for the environment to come up with new innovations by making it easy for them to plug into, into Econet system. Um, so like, dead simple, easy. So for example, there's this company. I'm forgetting their name. Um, it's a it's a, South African or Nigerian or something. Um, but they're into payments and literally went on their website. Flip. I need to remember this name. I tweeted about it, I think. So I went on their website and literally 
was able to understand a lot about their API just from clicking around their website um, and seeing, oh, okay, this is how it works, sign up for a demo account, you know, build something. And in the end, you can actually then apply to go into production. So like have, having that whole um, experience being super easy without like a lot of um, procedures that you have to go through to just see if this, if you can make something out of, out of EcoCache. Because I, I think maybe that's what could then keep people using EcoCache um, where the platform keeps spinning up new, new services um, on top of it that people then use um, because people, uh, they're easily integrating into, into the platform. So do you have any like any sort of ideas of like things you just kind of brain like said and thought about like oh no, if I could get the if I could plug into Egoash's um, ecosystem, what this would be a useful service or that would be a useful service, or the services that they could be improved by the addition of this? Uh, so sorry, I went blank. <laughs> Best of season, Rufaro. The complete opposite to festive season, shall we say? I went blank. Uh, ish, man. I don't want to ask you to repeat the question. <laughs> no problem. I think like if you can, if you can get the plug into the system, or if they make the API a lot more um, available, like what ideas would you think? Oh no, this EcoCache service that they're using could be improved by this or that or. I would do this different or I'll add, you know, something onto that service, et cetera. Um, so something that they could add on EcoCash is making it easy for repeat um, purchases to happen. So subscriptions. Um, so think about it like I subscribe to something. I don't want to remember to, to then do the payment again. Um, so if they could make it possible for someone to just um authorize a certain platform to do auto deductions um, monthly on, on the grid um, fee and schedule from the EcoCache, that could be something. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question correctly. Yeah. But yeah, that's something that, that just comes to mind um, because so far from interacting with, with platforms online where I pay with EcoCache, I have to reinitiate the same payment over and over even though the platform might then send me, for example, a reminder to say, oh, hey, um, you seem to always um, make this purchase every month on this day. So we're just reminding you to, to make that purchase again. Um, but then when you go there, same thing, enter your, your PIN again and then um, pay. If I don't action that reminder, then yeah, um, the pro that, that service loses a customer. Interesting. So it's like debit orders, basically, like where you set a schedule and then you give someone permission, uh, a third party permission to you know, deduct a certain fee on a certain schedule, like with banks. Yeah, what pretty much. Uh, if they have it, then I don't know why all the other platforms um, are not um, implementing it. Oh, it was, I, I thought they had it. It's actually surprised because I, I think about it. There's no option for that because I've cycled through the English menus and they released an option for that. That'll be really cool, though, because like if you use a service, um, regularly for a specific purpose, like if you're buying, let's use airtime as an example, and you buy it monthly and the same amount, 
and you buy through a third party, it would make sense to just allow or to make that possible because that's just a service that, that a customer doesn't need to have to think about like when you're saying initiating that service instead of repetitive. Pretty cool. See, you do have ideas, Rafa. It's just, it's, it's Christmas and you're not, you're, you're not, you're out of sorts. Yeah. Um, so there's this thing that, yes, it's called Paystack. Um, that's the company. So they recently got acquired, I think. Um, but it's Paystack. Yeah, by Stripe. One yes, they got acquired Stripe. by Stripe. Yes, it was by Stripe in October. So that's when, okay. that's the platform that I was talking about where their website is like amazing in terms of like developers. Um, so you, you were saying it's just festive season. So apparently I got to know of this this year, but there's this whole thing that happens in the tech industry where during Christmas, like towards the end of year, there's what is called a freeze that happens, um, a change freeze. So nothing gets touched on the systems. Like you don't make any changes. You just leave it like that. People go on holiday and they come back. Um, and then when they come back, that's when you start making changes. Makes total sense, right? Like you're going on holiday, you don't want to make changes that will then require you to come and fix things um, on Christmas, for, for example. So if it's broke, if it's working, don't don't touch it, leave it like that, um, essentially. So I think that's what's, that's what's happening with my brain. Um, yeah, it's been frozen. <laughs> it's like, yo, dude, uh, it, it is that time of the year. Um, I don't know why this year though, because most years I've, I think I've been fine. Or maybe it's just the year I'm noticing it um, explicitly, but yeah, that's, that's what's up. Um, so ideas, yes, I think, I, I think we all have ideas. It's hard for some of us to, to like think on the spot, like what you're, what you're torturing me to do, like give me answers now, give me smart answers, Rufaro. Otherwise, yeah. Like there are no smart answers. Like we've all been rambling and it has been suspiciously quiet. Is it because yeah. I've taken over it? Podcast cool. Oh no, I'm enjoying like, ah, the conversation. It's interesting when like people are picking on each other. They'll be like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't want to be picked on, so I'll be I'll be the one on the terrace. <laughs> they should be someone in the terraces. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, well, I hope something something happens. I, I don't know what the next big thing is in terms of payments. Uh, because yeah, mobile money was like the next thing. It was like, wow, all of a sudden I can do from my phone all these payments. Now it's like, what comes after that? What telepathy. Telepathy payments. You think about it. <laughs> Google That's somehow knows that you're thinking about it. And <laughs> Amazon suspiciously just delivers it for you. That's scary. Mm. Oh yeah, that's, that's really very scary. scary. I don't want that. Another rabbit hole. Yes. What no, if you think of a flamethrower? A flamethrower. And then you get one in the mail. And it was just an errant thought you had. Like, I think it would be cool to get a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get it. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Scary and also, interesting. On the point of flamethrowers, the person who came up with that thing was strange. How can you decide, I want to burn people, but over there, <laughs> from afar at a distance <laughs> what kind of mess I blame wars true but again wars have been when, we were, when we've been at our most inventive especially with tech wise because radar came because of World War 2 was it was World War 1 and all these mm. a lot of, of things man yeah 
a lot of stuff came because we we decided to fight one another. Like, oh no, we need to make advancements about the next person, like the atomic bomb. Then they're like, yeah, yeah, that, um, that's another rabbit hole. Valentine. Mm, yeah, sorry, I, I sorry. don't. I want to be on the good side of the community. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, Tapera. Let's let's call it a day if we have nothing else to say. Shouldn't we should continue talking? We should have a twenty-four hour podcast. Wow. So you know, I don't mind, right? We can. I just feel like some people might then be like, "Guys, you went off topic." Like, but then that could be the podcast. Maybe we could have um, a different. Um, what do you call them? Uh, I don't know, like a a different style of podcast where. It can be topic. Oh, go off topic. Yeah, we're just getting, hey, what's up? What's on your mind? And we're just, yeah, just like what we were doing before we started, it. right? We're just talking and we're talking about like five different things. And then it's just like that. Mm-hmm. I blame me. I'm the one who distracts everybody. So you can do a live stream, like a, a, a very long, like, Dude, like, you're making me think of the wine show. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, liners. Those things are like three hours or something, and I'm like, flip. And, and they'll just be rambling. <laughs> Someone sat down for three hours to listen to, to two guys rambling. Like, wow. Yeah, I do that. A commitment. But remember, like, we need to be on the lookout for Lennon. You come with pitchforks to us, <laughs> ready with our short, with our short podcasts. You are ready to to decommission the technical podcast. But yeah, you know, it's yeah, a cool guy. Lennon, if you're listening, like it's mostly my fault. Mm. Mostly <laughs> it's my fault, and and like twenty five percent of it is, is 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 Edwin's fault, and then none of it is Rufaro's fault because he's a very mm. to the point kind of guy. 